It's the Bible Rundown with Pastor Rob and Pastor David. It is 42, day 42, Leviticus 11 and 12. David, is cleanliness next to godliness? Oh, that's a good title for today. I, I think this may be where we're starting to get that theme or idea, right? Um, some interesting passages here about clean and unclean animals. I mean, Rob, just to put you on the spot, are... Are we, what are we to make of this? Well, <clears throat> it's interesting what animals he chooses that are unclean. Uh, and it's also interesting if we go back to Genesis chapter 7 and 8 in the flood, Genesis chapter 6, with Noah, there are definitely clean animals that he uses to sacrifice to the Lord. And so there's this understanding that the people already know what's clean and unclean unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. But... Here, it's interesting that you have these type of bottom dwellers, you have these scavengers, if you will, that are unclean to the Lord because of what they eat, what their intake is. Also, you have pigs, which are associated with demonic worship early in, in the, at this time period. And so you have these, this distinct difference between clean and unclean, uh, I think personally by what they put in their mouth. And so the cleanliness is actually what comes into them. They are supposed to eat. And I think this has to do, David, with what we read earlier when the priest is offering up uh, the sacrifice of the animal and they eat the animal. So even eating, I think the Lord has something to do with eating as a picture of not only uh, what you're what you're eating here, but the intake of what goes into your body needs to be clean because the Lord is is dwelling amongst His people. And so I think there's a principle for us today, right here, as we look at this, is what we put into our body. And we have this marijuana uh, thing coming up this next week, but uh, this this vote coming up. But what we put into our body uh, affects the the temple and the presence of the Lord. And so even what we put into our bodies, God cares about. Yeah. And we looked at the first couple of chapters leading up to Nadab and Abihu really about the system of sacrifices to atone for sin. Then Nadab and Abihu commit this really awful, awful egregious sin before the Lord by trying to uh, offer their unauthorized fire uh, near the Holy of Holies, right? So then what follows leading up to chapter 16 are these clean, unclean rules, right? And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of working outside in. Mm. And so I think we look at the camp, what makes the people unclean? Well, God's talking about there's certain foods that you just should not take because that's going to make you unclean. He talks about uh, these things in life, and we'll look at some of them tomorrow again with just our, our skin conditions and things that we encounter. But I think what it's really getting at is anything that symbolizes death, death has a connection back to the source of death, which is sin. Mm. And so as we read through Leviticus, it's we talk about having a good biblical theology helps us understand the pictures of what we're seeing. But we've come from the Garden of Eden. Sin resulted in the fall of man, being exiled from Eden. Ultimately, we end up in Egypt and it's slavery for 400 plus years. God has taken them out of Egypt and is bringing them to the wilderness to bring them to the promised land. So we're seeing a picture of restoration back to the presence of God. And here I think God is inserting in these commands uh, 
to point out what is sin in the camp so that his people will be holy. So what does what why does uh, what makes the cricket clean, David? I don't know, and and I'm glad that you know you feel strongly that uh, that there's certain things. The more I studied it, most people just said we have no clue, right? right? And and I think what's important for us is we flash forward. We not only know of the account. Uh, I believe it's in Acts nine where we get Cornelius's vision with Peter as well, and that there's the command that everything is is made clean. Um, but even Jesus himself said, it's not what we put into our bodies that makes us unclean. It's what proceeds from within, from the heart. Right. And so again, these commands, they're very confusing for us. Uh, thankfully, we don't live under these commands because I do appreciate uh, a good piece of bacon, bacon in the morning. Bacon. So that'd be hard to and part with. And a cheeseburger. With. And David. a cheeseburger. But, you know, these are these were real things for the people of Israel to... Uh, so so let me ask you this question. I think we, we probably should discuss it because we're probably out of time here. But So why, if this was unclean for God's people then, is it not unclean for God's people today? No, and I think that that's where that statement, right? When Jesus says, I uh, can't remember if it's in Mark 7, but anything that comes out of a person is what makes them unclean. It says, by this, Jesus declared all foods to be clean. So we not only have in the Gospels it, but then we see in Acts, right? That right. the Holy Spirit, God speaking to Peter and letting him know that even among the Gentiles, these things that they're eating are clean. Right. So in Christ, no, there's no longer this divide of holy and unholy. Well, and, and, and we have to understand that we don't, we don't fully grasp what they ate in Egypt, but most likely they ate some of these unclean things. And most likely God is, is making a delineation of what is sacrificed upon the altar of sacrifice as well as making delineation of what should be placed into a person's body. Mm-hmm. Of course, we don't have the temple and we don't sacrifice today, do we? No. No, we don't. And so why would we... Uh, also have these rules concerning laws uh, of animals in which were pictures of what we should sacrifice unto the Lord. You see what I'm saying? I think that I think that it makes clear sense when we think of it in the way that Christ has fulfilled this law, and now we 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 can eat bacon. Sounds good. So today, have a great b- piece of bacon. In the name of Christ, to the glory of God. We cannot forget chapter 12, David. Uh, because we're talking about bacon here, let, let's let's talk about chapter twelve, childbearing, yeah. and the and the impurity that comes, uncleanliness that comes from childbearing. It's interesting, you know, in the fall, one of the curses was pain in childbearing, mm-hmm. and as a result of the fall or sin, now we have uncleanliness as a result of childbearing. What do you see here? I, I think it goes back to, and I think we made the comment earlier. We've got to keep the connection between uh, blood signifying death, death representing a result of sin, right? Right. So um, are these things that we still hold to today? No. Are they things that should be viewed as like demeaning women because this is what they experienced through this process of of bringing children to the world? No. I think it's, it's, it's obviously for us very strange rules but at the end, it's the principle, right? God desires a pure, holy people. Um, and, and underneath this Levitical commandment is, is a reminder, like you said, 
in the curse for woman was increased child bearing pains mm-hmm. and and blood is a significant piece of that process and so the they're supposed to sacrifice a lamb as a result mm-hmm. of this uncleanliness and who is the lamb that was slain for us david jesus that's right and and so I we think don't need to sacrifice another lamb because of our uncleanliness he has covered our past present and future sins in the blood of christ yeah no absolutely and, and again, what if this happens to a, a poor family that can't afford that? Well, God makes amends for that too, right? Yeah. Allowing there to be two turtle doves or two pigeons. So again, God, God is meeting his people on his terms, but at the level of where they're at. He's not holding their sin over them, that it's something they'll never get atonement for. We need to recognize he provides a way of salvation for us. And this is the way until Christ comes. This is the way that he has provided for them him to dwell in their camp. 